My name is Nathan Gold. I hail from the San Francisco Bay Area and travel around the world coaching thousands of people for high-stakes speaking opportunities, especially when you can't afford to miss. In today's show, let's go behind the closed door of a pitch coach session, where I help people communicate the value of what they're doing, why they're doing it, and why anyone should care. Casey from Santa Barbara has created a new product for LinkedIn and will be delivering a sales pitch for potential customers. Let the pitch elevator begin. All right, Casey, the floor is yours. All right, thank you so much, Nathan. Yeah, so um, my name is Casey O'Toole, and I'm the founder of My Linked Solution. Um, basically, my link solution is for anybody out there who is an entrepreneur, small business owner, or leader of a sales team that really wants to get a consistent amount of qualified prospects for their business. I mean, we all understand that generating high-quality conversations with qualified, targeted business prospects is both time-consuming and super expensive. So, in fact, people spend hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter ads and they have very little to show for it. But it's surprising because very few people are actually looking to LinkedIn to generate business. And this is crazy because LinkedIn is the go-to platform for business professionals, aka people who have money. In fact, LinkedIn generates three times more business conversions than Twitter and Facebook combined. So our solution, our company helps you leverage the power of LinkedIn we are a full service company. Our team will completely manage your LinkedIn profile for you. We'll work with you to help you identify your ideal customer profile, and then we'll consult with you to determine the perfect value proposition message that you want your targeted prospects list to receive. Our team will then send out messages on your behalf to that targeted prospect list every single day. So literally all you have to do is respond to messages as they're coming in and set appointments. And that's it. In fact, one of our clients, Jennifer, who's a real estate agent on the East Coast, just landed a $200,000 commission check because we messaged an owner of a commercial real estate building for her, and she ended up setting the appointment and making the sale. Again, LinkedIn is an absolute goldmine, and we simply help you tap into it. So if anybody out there wants to check us out, they can use the promo code PITCH, that's P-I-T-C-H, at checkout, and we can waive the initiation fee for you. Thanks so much. Okay. Well, two minutes right on the nose. I love what you're doing. Sounds amazing. Can I hire you? <laughs> <laughs> Deal. Yeah. Put in, the, uh, put in the, the promo code and we'll wave the fee for you. Let's do it. Good job. Really good job. You have lots of passion. I believed everything you were saying. Your voice was very committed to what you were saying. And I was relating to almost everything you were saying. And that's a big problem with these pitches is that if I can't relate to what you're saying, then it's hard for me to really get what you're doing or have any feelings for what you're doing. But I guess the start was okay for me. I really felt like you picked it up when you got to the LinkedIn, the stuff you said before LinkedIn, almost like Facebook and all of that stuff. It's like in today's day and age, it seemed like you could almost go straight for the jugular and say LinkedIn is the go-to for professionals. You know, that's where the money is. But, you know, and then that two to three times number that you get better results from LinkedIn, that would be the way to diss them. 
very, very quickly. Gotcha. And then you took me through the journey about how you're going to manage the LinkedIn profile and that you consult and that your team sends out the messages. You gave me one good example about Jennifer, and then you finished up with the gold mine and the code to go try it out. As a customer, I would be leaning in. I would be going to your website and trying it out. So you you were very convincing, very persuasive. You told me just enough for me to get curious to wanting to know more. And then, of course, you're talking to somebody who could benefit from, from your business. So really well done. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny. I feel like I have to sell kind of two things. One, I have to sell LinkedIn, and the other one, I have to sell our service. So yeah. um, sometimes it's, it's difficult to do that, but... Yeah, it's okay. But, you know, at this stage in LinkedIn's uh, evolution, even though they're owned by the evil one in uh, Seattle, is still they're still keeping their autonomy. So I don't feel like Microsoft has stepped all over LinkedIn like they did with Skype. I don't know if we should be getting this uh, personal on a podcast, but they ruined Skype. Anyway, I'll get off my, my box here. So yes, LinkedIn, you might have to say one sentence to some audiences who don't spend much time in LinkedIn, but here in the U.S., and I'm assuming you're focusing primarily on U.S.? Yes. Yeah, because LinkedIn is still being discovered by some other countries, and they don't rely on it as much as we do here in the U.S. Some some do, but some don't. Correct. And, and you'd be surprised, too. I mean, a lot of people even here in the U.S., they don't understand that LinkedIn can be used for generating leads. And I mean, a lot of them just believe that LinkedIn is a place to put your profile and, you know, essentially copy and paste your resume. And then they just let it sit there. But um, you can actually be a lot more proactive on LinkedIn than people think. And what you just said could be a powerful opening. That could be a way to hook your audience. Because I know most people think LinkedIn is a place you go, you put your resume, blah, 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 and you leave it alone. <laughs> if that's what you think. Not that you wouldn't want to insult your audience, but you could use that potentially as a lead-in. Okay, cool. So almost just get rid of the, well, not get rid of it, just, yeah, maybe just get rid of the part about uh, Facebook, Instagram. So don't really talk crap about them, but just really build up LinkedIn and, and kind of help inform them of the, the potential. Yes. I would potentially think about dissing uh, the others as a, if you need to as a way to push them off to the side because you can't necessarily do in those other products what you can do in LinkedIn. But yeah, I'd, I'd much rather you get straight to what LinkedIn can do because you could end up helping thousands or tens of thousands of people realize that, wow, I've been passing up this opportunity to use LinkedIn. It's a free tool. Why don't I use it? Oh my goodness. I didn't realize it was for that. So that gives you a, what I like to refer to as a gentle teaching moment for people who could benefit. You know, the next thing you know, you're getting a, an email from somebody who heard that, oh yeah, I didn't realize LinkedIn is more than that. And next thing you know, they're starting to get leads from you and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, you know, I, I use a, a couple of lines um, commonly in some of my different sales demos. And I typically say, you know, Facebook, you can get a lot of leads on Facebook and they're pretty inexpensive. But the issue with, with Facebook is that um, they have an algorithm that they put advertisements in front of people who have a higher propensity of clicking on that link, which means that same lead is being contacted by 10 other advertisers or 10 other realtors in, in our case. But with LinkedIn, you know, it's a lot more of an, of an organic conversation. And so we say that, you know, Facebook is where you go to find leads, whereas LinkedIn is where you go to find clients. There you go. That's a beautiful statement right there. And you could end with that, in fact. 
<laughs> if you wanted to. I would keep pushing that line because there's not enough persuasiveness or salesiness, as you called it, going on out there. The persuasion aspects of the pitches that I see are fairly flat. They think it's just I got to get this information out so that they can make a make an intelligent decision on whether to fund me or not or whether to ask me a question or not. But what KC has done here is he used persuasion or salesiness to get me hooked on what his product can do, and he has caused me and probably most of his audiences to take a step forward, go to the website, fill it in, and get started. And that's all that, that's, that's the purpose of these kind of customer pitches, get people to take a step forward or in your direction. So Casey, do you believe that there's a line in pitching where you might be so salesy that people are, are put off by it or react negatively to that? I don't believe so. I think a lot of it is based on persuasion. Um, you know, I think you need to portray your, you know, your, your value to them as compelling as you possibly can. And it's really hard to portray your value without coming across as salesy. But I think if you do it in, in a more organic and authentic way, um, I think it could come across fine. In fact, um, we do a lot of, uh, you know, interactions with, with Facebook groups and, you know, oftentimes I am also, you know, very kind of uh, timid about promoting us too much because I don't want to come across as too salesy. And I've actually asked that same question to, to the Facebook group moderators and they say, no, no, no. I mean, this is why, this is what we want. People need to know about the value of your business. So um, I think you have to do it with a certain amount of, of um, authenticity, but I think if you do it well, it comes across really well. You just said the magic word. If you're authentic in the way you're being salesy, it won't sound salesy to most people. It will sound authentic, honest, and real and give them true reasons why they should take a step in your direction. To answer the question about a line, in my opinion, when you're pitching investors, you can't be too salesy or you will definitely push them in the wrong direction. With customers, you want to be more persuasive and more salesy without crossing the line of being what some people might refer to as a snake oil salesman, where they'll sell anything to anybody and they don't care who you are or how much you have to spend. But I can tell you from what the way you sounded here today, Casey, you sounded incredibly authentic, honest, and real. So, so long as you don't become too disconnected from what you're saying, which it doesn't sound like you will, the authenticity will carry you right through. I totally agree. And, and, and I feel like, um, you know, I do give this demo so many times to potential clients. And when I give it six times a day, I, I, find, I catch myself just repeating some of the same lines that I always say. But the way that I try and bring back authenticity is, is by telling stories. Because um, oftentimes, as long as you know the, the storyline, you tell it different every time, but you know it so well that it comes across as authentic. And that kind of tries to recenter me towards authenticity. Perfect. That's exactly what I would have referred you to do is if you just tell your own personal stories or third-party stories or stories in general, instantly make you more relatable to any audience anywhere in the world. Excellent. So, Casey, that's, that's all I got for you. Keep doing what you're doing. Your voice is very powerful. You, you sound committed and confident and compelling. So just keep doing what you're doing and go get more customers and change the world. And I want to be one of your customers. I'd definitely like to follow up and find out whether or not I'm a candidate for what you do. 
I'd be happy to give you a demo and, and talk to you more about it. Thank you so much, Nathan. You're welcome. You've been listening to The Pitch Elevator, and I thank you, our listeners, for giving us part of your day. I want to thank our pitcher, Casey. This episode was recorded and edited at Women's Audio Mission in downtown San Francisco by Veronica Simonetti, along with Danny Chaparro and Jessica Mao, our assistant engineers. Our producer is Ethan Mayers. Larry Wong and Bradley King are associate producers. Mitchell Tong is our associate director of photography, and Phil Olarte is our webmaster. Check out our website at pitchelevatorshow.com or follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Until next time, and as always, I'm Nathan Gold.